0: Get this turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode 113 of them things of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. So, thank you for everyone for listening to episode Room 112, where the players dwell. Um, I know it was a little bit late, <clears throat> some of the topics were a little bit off, but you know, I was going through some things, working up a storm, and fucked around and got sick again. So, thank you for being patient with me, and thank you for enjoying the show. So let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer damn jam screen So shout out to everybody uh, posting their pictures on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram Of them uh, going to see Black Panther and you know showing up and showing out Hopefully y'all enjoy the movie Uh, I will peep it a little bit later after the hoopla has died down So maybe I'll go five dollar Tuesday or something like that because like i said before i really want to you know enjoy the story i like listening and uh you know learning the arcs and um you know the origins and things like that and plot lines and try to you know decipher different things in the movie and how it connects into the whole uh marvel universe and uh, how it's going to connect with the infinity wars that's going to uh, that it you know all the marvel movies are connected so you know i don't need nobody you know up dancing and you know got their goddamn bluetooth speaker in the theater with them playing the soundtrack to black panther and you know i don't want to be smelling nobody's crockpot uh, crock pot full of ham hocks you know so i don't need that in my life so i'm gonna uh, wait till five dollar tuesday or you know maybe next weekend or something like that but let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer jam screen so you know and i know there's a huge movement the me too movement And one of the most vocal members of the Me Too movement has been a California Assemblywoman named Christina Garcia. And what's interesting is she's being accused of sexual misconduct. Um, She's a a California Assemblywoman, so out of Sacramento. Um, She is facing some allegations of misconduct in her office. Uh, So basically having discussions about sex and alcohol consumption at the Capitol. Um, So yes yeah, so, so there's some shit coming out about her and garcia posted on her facebook uh saying that she'll address you know each of these issues individually because there's multiple issues being brought up her speaking very sexually and things like that and enticing and so she's going to address these individually once an investigation has been complete and then she and i quote says i am confident i have consistently treated my staff fairly and respectfully So they're going to a joint committee, uh, which was launched back in January in response to the allegations of, uh, you know, harassment and things like that, pervasive harassment. So they're investigating right now and we're going to see what's happening. This is uh, this is a a little iffy, ain't it? It looks a little funny in the light. Um, But some people are saying that they never heard. Or was told that uh, you know, Garcia was discussing her personal sexual activities in office. Um some people are saying that uh these people with these allegations are being vindictive. And um I don't know. We do not know. We have to see what all the facts uh see what happening when all the facts come out. Um But yeah, so it's just pretty much just her having frequent sexy time talk, you know, going on. Uh, Up at the Capitol, on the Capitol steps Uh, So we will see exactly what's happening Um, Yeah, I just find that very odd Because this woman, you know, has came out And, you know, been a very strong advocate You know, on social media and things like that And different species on TV And sound bites of this Me Too movement But it looks like, you know, this shit is like a boomerang you know, so we'll see what happens with this investigation and you know see what happens because this is very interesting. Uh like I said before, men you have to be careful what you say at work, and it looks like ladies, you're gonna have to be a little bit more careful too, because you know, you start talking to your work husband about some things and you know, he might be like, Oh shit, it's time for me to get a motherfucking check you know so he might run to hr and be like oh well christy over here talking about how she'd like to have her back blown out and somebody needs to knock the cobwebs off that pussy and i feel uncomfortable you know so it could be a situation like that and you know it could this me too movement looks like it's about to turn into a two-way damn street wow very interesting though man um, let's see here. Uh right now what's going on in Nebraska, you know, I've got to drop some jewels for Black Omaha. Only thing that's uh really been going on right now besides the excitement behind Black Panther is um, you know, our piece of shit governor, uh piece of shit. A uh, piece of shit governor, uh Ricketts. He is doing some cutbacks in the budget. So a lot of money is being cut from UNL, the uh, University of Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, uh, go big red. So a lot of money is being cut and it looks like some teachers are being are going to be let go. And there's some programs that could be affected by this. Um, You know, uh, hopefully they can work something out because I know they uh, uh, officials from the uh, University of Lincoln were up at the Capitol today to try to uh you know save you know i think it's about nine million dollars in cuts that's going to come from the university and i think that might include some scholarships too and some tuitions uh some kind of tuition programs um so they're up on Capitol, they were up on capitol hill today trying to fight and convince um those in power to not cut the money away but hey i want people i'm just saying that to say this you know i want y'all to keep this type of shit in mind when you guys are voting, uh, once that gubernatorial race uh, pops up. So I want y'all to keep that energy. You know, a lot of people are mad about these uh, proposed budget cuts. But I really want y'all, I really want y'all to keep that energy and go to the polls and just be like, yo, this is fucking wild, right? And get this man up out the ain't okay? And then speaking of uh, up out the paint. What the fuck is uh, going on with your uh, president right now? Uh, It looks like uh, the GOP, the grand old party, and uh, the president have proposed uh, a new SNAP benefit. So the food stamp program. So there's a fiasco. It's a fiasco to me. So basically what they are proposing, and it has to be passed by Congress, so y'all keep that in mind. So right now what they are proposing is they they want to send a box of non-perishables to Americans who get about $90 or more in food stamps or in SNAP benefits. So they call this the fucking Harvest Box, right? So the Harvest Box would contain shelf-stable milk, so canned milk, some pasta, some peanut butter, some kind of canned meat, canned fruits, and veggies... So the price of those boxes, this is what's fucked up, will be deducted from their EBT card. So whatever the price of that, and then you'll have the remaining balance on your EBT card. If you don't know what an EBT card is, it's just a debit card that lets you get uh, qualifying items. You know, it's where your food stamps are loaded onto. So you can get everything under the sun except for, uh, you know, hot food that's already prepared and liquor and... um, stuff that's not food okay you can't get that. so currently <coughs> excuse me in this economy for every dollar spent using an ebt card it generates about a dollar 80 for the economy and that's according to the snap director uh, ellen vollinger or vollinger <coughs> the trump administration's thoughts you know on this whole situation using this fucking Harvin, harvest box is that it'll save taxpayers money. Like people on who getting SNAP benefits don't pay taxes. They do pay taxes. Um, healthier food. And this is what's kind of odd to me. Because I don't know how healthy canned veggies are. Uh, you know all that damn salt to preserve the veggies. And the same with the canned meat. So if you got high blood pressure. You really just about to be fucked up in the game. And the cut down on EBT fraud. Okay but to cut down on food stamp frauds that's why they switched to the ebt card right so but current stats show that snap fraud is at about 1.5 percent and like i said that ebt card cut down on fraud exponentially so i mean if y'all old enough to remember paper food stamps you could buy them 50 cent on a dollar and it's still 50 cent on a dollar Um, And this is this is a black market thing, you know, so somebody will sell you hundred dollars worth of food stamps for 50 bucks, you know, because it's 50 cents on a dollar because you only can buy food. You can't buy nothing else with it. Right. And so most people sell their food stamps, you know, if they want to, you know, go out to the club, you know, um, trying to buy some sneakers or something, just trying to do something right. Or they want to buy some weed, some meth. Uh, depending on who you buy from but anyways back when it was the paper food stamps it was 50 cent on a dollar but it still is so it was a switch and go right because it was paper food stamps just here's the money here's the book of stamps you go going about your goddamn business it was really easy switch and go and stores you know back in the day when you had paper stamps stores actually gave you real change back when you spent paper stamps so say you buy like uh, a quarter uh, Laffy Taffy or something like that Like them ropes, they used to be a quarter So you give them a dollar food stamp They would give you three quarters back, 75 cents And um I remember growing up, I'm a food stamp baby I, When I uh, remember growing up I would have like three to four dollars in stamps You know, I'd get for my mom boots And uh, <clears throat> stop by the store You know, walking home from school You know, I'm in second, third grade or whatever And you know, just to get some snacks For me and my little brother Um so yeah about third grade so yeah um yeah I, been, I was been walking home from school by myself since what kindergarten or some shit like that yeah we'll meet my mama halfway when i was in kindergarten but once i got in like first grade it, it was pretty much walking home by myself but or with the neighborhood kids but um yeah so we would stopping the store everybody had a little food stamps or whatever and i would you know and i'm thinking like shit well you get money back so you have three to four dollars in food stamps you know i'll buy like a nickel piece of candy and cash out, you know, turn that $4 and in stamps into actual $3.80. It'd be all in change, but shit, I could buy what the fuck I wanted. You know what I'm saying? And um, now with these EBT cards, you know, you got to get the PIN number from the person that you're buying from. You got Then you got to call and check to make sure the balance is on there before you exchange. Then you got to return a card after you done. It's just a fucking hassle. So that's why Snap Fraud has gone down. You know, it's just too much work you know but the truth of the matter is this if this is passed by congress you know um we will have the government issuing food to the poor dictating what they fucking eat and that's fucked up you know it's a huge cut to the program but on the back end you really have to think about it like it's saying it's going to save like all these hundreds of millions of dollars or even billions of dollars so to speak by doing this and sending out these boxes but then you have to look at um who's going to prepare these boxes how do you pay these workers to prepare these boxes so the money you're saving are you going to use that money to you know build this whole infrastructure uh for this whole box program like is it going to be delivered do these people have to show up at a certain time on a certain day at a certain facility um to pick up the box and then you have to think about it's not only poor people who getting snap benefits it's the elderly and the disabled so how are they going to get there if you have to go pick it up and then if it's a situation where it's a delivery program well hell you're going to have to you know buy trucks you're going to have to train drivers you have to train staff and you know truck drivers get paid very well delivery drivers get paid very well So then where is this money coming from? You know, are we really saving money or are we just moving money into something else? And it's going to be job creation, but at the same time, it's like, fuck that job creation. Let's take care of the people that really need help. You see what I'm saying? Or or will it turn into a situation where some of these recipients will run some of these box facilities? Or am I right now just giving the GOP ideas because they didn't even think of that? You know i feel like they didn't even think about the infrastructure part of you know how we gonna get these boxes out is it gonna be a delivery service do they show up you know what the fuck is it and then how are they going to pay what companies is going to put what food in here you know what i'm saying or what farming what farmers are you going to pay in each state to do this so right now Currently, there's about 42 million Americans on SNAP benefits, and uh, we know with uh, the all, out of all the people that voted, um, 41% of the people who make $30,000 or less voted for the Cheeto in Chief. So I wonder how that group is feeling about this proposal right now. Cause is that I just feel like that's just a slap in the goddamn face. Like, oh, here's a here's a box of commodities, you know, and it's probably going to be some basic shit like back in the day when you went to the fucking food bank and you got that off brand food, you know, you got like a can of meat and it was like white with black writing and it had the picture of the animal on it. It was like a can of beef and it had a cow on it and it said beef or you had a, a cow on it and it, I mean a pig on it and it said pork and then you had like uh, what was that? What else? Peanut butter white label peanut butter and it just had a peanut a, a black peanut on it and it said peanut butter you know and shit like that like it's just embarrassing and you know i feel like with these ebt cards you know it, it gives a person a sense of dignity because people ain't all up in your business you ain't standing there you know in line at the uh at the grocery store while it's busy as fuck you know four o'clock on a saturday you know or on a sunday after church gets out or something who knows you know that's when it's pretty popular shopping time is like that sunday afternoon you know, people get ready for the week and shit like that, or you know, after work, that after work crowd, you know, who's stopping by and trying to pick up some extra shit for dinner and shit like that. So it's around five, six o'clock. You know, about five thirty. From five thirty to about six thirty, it's pretty busy at the store. But you know, that EBT card, it gave, it gives you a sense of dignity because you're just there, swipe put your pin in you fucking good to go you know what i'm saying ain't nobody all up in your business you know you 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 covering up you know you got your shoulder to the person behind you anyway because you don't want them seeing your pin number and knowing your fucking business anyway but with them goddamn paper stamps, you standing up there with a book of food stamps and you like, oh, how much is it? 90 something, da 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 da. And you up here, okay, let me tear out fucking 10 tens or uh, yeah, 10 tens and then let me give that to you. And then they give you all these ones back in paper food stamps and change and shit. And it's just like you standing there looking like you pillin out fucking Monopoly money and shit. But, you know, it gives it, it gives a person a sense of dignity. Nobody likes being poor. Nobody fucking likes being poor. I remember growing up and I'm just like, this shit fucking sucks, even though everybody around me and my friends were poor, you know, and struggling you know you don't know it until you know you like go to school or you hang out with that friend that got both parents that's working in their like middle class and shit and you're like god damn this is how it's supposed to be but then you start like man this shit ain't even right you know how i'm living and being in this fucking struggle nobody likes being fucking poor nobody likes that nobody likes getting government assistance You know, in their right mind, they don't. You know, it's some folks that like to sit up on the system and just chill. Them is just some lazy motherfuckers. You know, just sitting up and oh, you ain't gonna fuck up my section, right, nigga? You know, them motherfuckers like that. But most folks don't. You know, but even deep down, those people, you know, aspire to be something greater. You know, so I felt like with this, with these EBT cards, you know, it does give you a sense of dignity because you just swiping, putting your pen in, you going about your motherfucking business you know what i'm saying and it's you know it's you you're not being embarrassed about your situation you know it could be temporary you getting them food stamps you know you just fell hard on your luck and you know for the so-called middle class folks you know middle class just means you two paychecks away from being broke again you know that's all being middle class is you know you a couple pay cycles away from being in the poorhouse. that's all the fuck that it is and most americans uh more than half americans have less than a thousand dollars in a checking account and then even a higher number can't even afford a 500 hundred dollar emergency so it's just shit like that that you have to just really think about you know before you get out here wagging your finger and shaming folks you know and then also i'm sorry but then also you have to think about these banks like uh wells fargo jp uh morgan chase how they benefit off of ebt cards so if you don't know, now you know they collect uh interest off of uh federal reserve money that's held for government programs. Um, and they charge transaction fees to the merchant, so like Walmart catches a transaction fee, um, for the use of the bank technology, and then uh penalties on uh for users on EBT card loss, out of network use, and balance inquiries. So they make banks make a lot of money, you know, distributing government benefits, you know, especially if the economy is bad, because because more people are signing up for benefits, so they just cashing out. So I don't, I really don't think this will work at all. So then you also have to look at the what was that the Farm Bill of uh, 2014 that basically said. <clears throat> that uh food stamps would be like 756 billion over the next 10 years, and then they actually cut that was actually eight billion dollars less, eight and a half billion dollars less over the next 10 years uh, from the previous um, you know uh, bill that was passed. So, I don't understand why we're still doing cuts to the program if we already cut, under President Obama, $8.5 billion over the next, you know, 10 years. And then we cut, like, $14 billion from the farms, from the farming industry. So, why are we still trying to cut funds for the next few years when we already cut $8.5 billion over the, you know, back in 2014? So, that's good up until, what, 2024? So, what the fuck are we still trying to cut this shit for? but I feel like I'm ranting and I'm raving. So, uh, Hove, let me know what you think about this. Well, Don't be the next tested on that Summer Jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, thank you so much, Tyrone Biggums, for that lovely intro of Selling Hope Like Dope. So, Selling Hope Like Dope, we have to give it to these politicians out here who are sending their prayers to Florida. Uh, I know you guys already uh, heard about the school shooting uh, at the hands of Nicholas Cruz, a white identity extremist. And, um, and I say it's bullshit because these politicians could have been done something. You know, uh, I seen, uh, who was that? Rubio said something about that. And this man then took almost $3 million from the NRA. And, uh, so now we're talking about gun control and we're talking about all this other shit. Um, you know, you, you save me the prayers, um just save that shit 17 kids died um it ain't shit going to happen um legally ain't shit going to happen as far as these guns and things like that because you know uh didn't shit happen with sandy hook when them babies was killed them little kids were killed so what we came up with what congress came up with was like oh well let's just kind of ban the bigger guns and not the small ones and then they're like no fuck that you can't take none of our guns so it was a situation like that and then i got i see these fools online talking about well, we have to arm the teachers we need to get more armed resource officers from the re, re, from the reports the resource officers couldn't do shit, right and so people are talking about we need to arm the teachers So your solution to a white identity extremist coming in and shooting up a fucking school is to arm every fucking teacher in America. First off, shut the fuck up because it's just fucking stupid. Could you imagine every teacher walking around with a a pistol on their hip? Okay. And I saw a tweet where a guy said, you know, I I love teachers, uh, but I don't want them armed because I seen them struggle with an overhead projector. Imagine them with a gun. It was something along those lines. But I couldn't, I couldn't even fathom a teacher. And my my wife's a teacher just walking around, teaching some babies, teaching the little ones with a pistol on her hip. So that's the solution more guns to this problem. And I don't have an issue with this whole gun debate. I have an issue with, we're not investigating these white identity extremists, but we got the FBI releasing memos talking about black identity extremists. And how many fucking mass shootings have we had at the hands of a white identity extremist, some white radical Christian, far right wing Christian, You know who's been emboldened by this administration going on right now i have a problem with the fbi not in whoever if agent johnson is listening i mean you need to get stop listening to my black ass and you need to go identify some white identity extremists you know or whatever nsa agent that's, you know assigned to my cell phone you need to get up off your ass and go you know check on little billy you know, who just purchased a fucking AR-15. But this uh, Nicholas Cruz guy, he was radicalized by the Republic of Florida, which is a white uh, extremist group that wants to have a create a white ethnostate state in Florida. So it's the Republic of Florida. And uh, so the ADL spoke with these members and said, yes, he's trained with us. And then one spokesperson is trying to come out and backtrack and saying that this guy was crazy you know, he was a lone wolf and all this other bullshit. But if you go and look at, you know, the Republic of Florida's website, these motherfuckers crazy as cat shit. You know, they think the, they think every person that's you know, uh, darker than uh, a white crayon is going to come and kill them. You know, they out here training and running around here with guns and pistols and shit and uh, face mask and military fatigues and doing all these fucking drills running around in the Everglades and shit like that. And, uh, you know, just uh, you know just having pissing contests with each other, you know, uh, talking about what's an alpha male and a beta male and all, just this weirdo shit, right? But this is what happens when we let shit fester and grow. And I feel like I've said this a million times before. You know, when you have these white identity extremists and you have white supremacists and white extremists and, you know, uh, these white radicals and you just leave it unchecked, you know, it starts turning in on itself. You know, you think that, oh, just them fucking white whack jobs is just going to be out here killing blacks, Muslims and Mexicans and other immigrants. No, these motherfuckers is going into schools and killing your own type of people. You see what I'm saying? It's turning on itself. It's just like a snake eating itself when it gets so fucking hungry and gluttonous. You know, it's just turning on itself and just eating and destroying itself. So that's why we have to replace this system of white supremacy with a system of justice. But when you talk about justice, you have to look at how this administration that's in office right now took funding away from... Um, examining these far right wing groups and the infiltration of, of the invisible empire you know what the invisible empire is and that's white supremacists and white extremists becoming cops and uh, being in law enforcement all the way up you know, to becoming judges and lawyers and things of that sort uh, so we took funding away from that not we but that administration took funding away from that investigating that and then all of a sudden we come out with a memo about black identity extremists And I don't know what the fuck a black identity extremist is, because I don't know no black folks is just running up here, busting guns at the cops left and right. And so you have these uh, these white supremacists out here uh, talking about Chicago, this Chicago, that. Well, how many fucking mass shootings have we had of these white kids killing white kids and killing teachers and grown ass white men shooting up churches? And it is February. And this year alone, we've had, what, 18 school shootings, something like that. It's fucking February. It's the second month of the year. But we want to talk about how the Republicans, you know, are being paid off by the NRA. And we want to talk about gun control and all this other shit. But we don't want to talk about white identity extremists. We don't want to talk about these radicalized white Christians. We don't want to talk about that at all. No, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about how this Nicholas Cruz was training with a republic, the Republic of Florida, the ROF, you know, a white extremist group that want a white ethno state. He's training with this fucking group, learning all these different military tactics or supposed military tactics, and he ended up killing 17 kids at his former high school. We don't want to talk about him being radicalized by what the the climate that's going on right now and how white folks uh these white extremists and these white uh supremacists are so goddamn threatened by america becoming darker darker and them losing their head start that they're just losing their fucking mind and wanting to kill any and everything even their own people we don't want to talk about that we want to deflect and talk about oh we should make it harder to get ar-15s you know we we want to talk about the actual guns we don't want to talk about the fucking cause and that's where it just comes into selling hope like dope you know what i'm saying we can, and rightfully so we should be shaming some of these politicians because you can't offer prayers you know we need to push for these politicians to actually investigate and create a task force to fucking look at these extremist groups you just have these fucking militias just running around there's so many fucking sales of these extremist groups all throughout the country you got them up east you know you got them in the midwest you got them in the interior west you got them in the south they're all fucking over in these rural areas just running around in the woods shooting guns and shooting dummy targets you know ready for some fucking mythical race war you know even though we're already in one it's been going on for years systematically but they want some kind they think some kind of physical war is going to pop off and they got all this pent up anger and aggression it's just like oh fuck it let me just go shoot up these innocent folks let me go shoot up some folks that look just like me you know because it's just a sickness it's an illness and we really need to address it but no we want to argue about partisanship and You know, the Dems are too soft. The Republicans are too hard. They're taking dirty money. Let's talk about the actual guns because the guns are killing people. No, it's people who kill people. Okay. And I know we can walk and chew gum at the same time, but we really need to look at these fucking white identity extremists out here. It's a fucking cancer. And it's getting to the point where you're just like, well, fuck, America had a good run. Let the the shit burn. It had a good ass run. We got a fucking reality television star as the president. You see what I'm saying? And you got these white men just running around, you know, substituting their dick for a pistol. Substituting a, you know, it's just, it's disgusting. But this is what happens when you don't address the shit. And you know, only thing you want to do is send thoughts and prayers. Or you want to talk about gun control for the next couple of days. But we don't want to talk about the cause of it. This portion of Do Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, hey, yo, my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? All right, so moving on to holding this L, we have to give it to Matthew J. Welty and Complex Magazine. They had a trash ass article. Uh, the Super Bowl was, what, a couple weeks ago? A week ago? A couple weeks ago? Um, and they had a trash ass article titled, Justin Timberlake is bringing Jordan Brand back. Uh, so, with his Super Bowl show, wearing a pair of Tinker Hatfield 3s. Um, okay. Y'all gonna have to stop with this bullshit. Now, Jordan brand never left. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Big anticipation for 2018 has been for the Air Jordan 3s. Specifically, the kicks that's dropping this Saturday. The black cement joints, you know, with the Nike Air on the back It's not gonna have the Jumpman on the back. It's gonna have the original Nike Air and slam magazine sneaker news soul collector they showed special editions of the air jordan three at the unveiling of the nba all-star uniforms on their social media accounts well before this whole justin timberlake rocking these pair of tinker hatfield threes um you know this is what pisses me off about this because it's just a flat-out lie and i'm seeing that um you know, more and more publications are doing this to get clicks. They're just flat out lying or having some kind of disingenuous uh, false title. So you'll click on the link or so it'll gain some legs all through social media. And you see that it has me talking right now. Now, last year, Jordan brand had some huge releases, it had some huge releases. It had the whole Gatorade. Uh, Collab. They had the Gatorade 6s. They had the Like Mike 6s. And then they had the Gatorade Colors dropping. And not to mention the win like 82. The win like 96 11s. The Air Jordan 11. Now I'm talking about sneakers here if y'all don't know. But uh, the 11s are always a huge hit. So he dropped the all red pair. And then he dropped the UNC Colorway. The win like 82s. The win like ninety six was an ode to the Bulls. And there's been many fire releases uh, before this whole Justin Timberlake wearing these fucking shoes at the Super Bowl. You even had the denim Air Jordan 4s, the Levi collaboration, which was fire. It had a fire ass denim jacket with it. And it was like distressed denim 4s. Jordan brand never fucking left. So this was nothing but clickbait by this Matthew Welty fellow. Because complex is kind of struggling right now because everyday struggle is really not popping like it was supposed to since uh, Button left, since Joe Button left, right? But we're seeing this happen more and more because black folks make social media pop. So it's like, let me create the most, uh, you know, let me just tell a flat out lie, let me t- tell a half truth. And this will grow legs and get so many clicks so that's the new um look at me look at me look at me uh tactic that's going on right now and y'all just got to get the fuck on up out of here with that shit because i mean i saw that article i read it and it just pissed me smooth the fuck off you know um just saying that jordan brand you know timberlake is bringing jordan brand back it's just like no get the fuck out of here you know this weekend alone there's those cement threes that's dropping you got the gold toe ones dropping which is everybody named mama want them fucking shoes and you have uh yesterday russell westbrook's uh first jordan shoe basketball sneaker dropped because he had those other um the uh lifestyle shoes with jordan brand they dropped and so he has his first signature sneaker dropping with jordan brand so there's hype around that And Jordan Brand is actually outfitting the NBA All-Star jerseys. So, yeah, I mean, this is just so it's just such a fucking lie that it pisses me off that I'm even talking about it. But. You know, editors they just want, you know, they don't give a fuck. They see the article and they're like, "Okay, well you just got to make a hot headline or some shit like that." And it just grows, you know, black folks like, "Man, you you a goddamn lie." You know, you'll see somebody, you know, retweet that who has like, you know, 7,000 followers and somebody retweeted in that group that has like 10,000 followers and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I saw it and I was just like, this this is just a flat-out lie like this this cat is just straight up fucking lying like for christmas i got a like mike uh the gatorade long sleeve t-shirt and my wife got me some socks the gatorade socks and i was hyped i was hyped about the whole damn collection i wanted to buy every fucking thing in it but most of the shit sold out uh back in december and it's just it's just odd to me that you know that this is where we're going right now so it's just like any sort of attention is good attention no matter fucking what you know I'ma just tell a flat out ass lie and then once and a lot of times those the headlines to those articles on those links they don't have most of the time they don't have shit to do with it but this guy was just trying to make the fucking argument that Justin Timberlake is bringing Jordan Brand back it's like what the fuck is where the fuck have you been Jordan has always been killing the game even when even before they had the uh, the price increase because they're going back to using high quality uh, materials on the sneakers, even when they were uh, dropping, you know, sneakers with that them cheap ass materials, it still was fire. You could always count on a pair of 11 selling out. So I just it's just like, why are we just out here just telling lies and creating fake outrage? But this uh, this wealthy cat in complex magazine, y'all can do me a favor. Y'all can, you know, kiss my whole asshole. And y'all need to hold this L. Thank you. You win. Perfect. Alright, so moving on, and not all heroes wear capes. We're gonna have to give it to Tomás Vieira Gomez. And this guy's a known drug kingpin in Rio de Janeiro down south. Alright. <clears throat> so he had his gang kidnapped two male nurses and he had them administer vaccines for yellow fever to people in one of the poorest favelas which is a slum called Slaguiero. uh the nurses weren't hurt at all they said they were treated fine um but the reasoning behind this they took this course of action was because many of those people couldn't make it to the immunization centers and then due to the high cases of yellow fever um a lot of those poor communities were overlooked That's some straight up just Robin Hood shit right there. And that reminds me a lot of the older hustlers. When I was little, you know, they would be looking out for folks, you know, uh, giving money to women and uh, older people struggling. And uh, they wouldn't give money to men, though. You know, it was always a loan and you get your fucking teeth knocked out if you couldn't pay back the loan. But if it was like a single mom... You know, or an older couple, you know, and a, you know, an older male or older woman, you know, they would just go ahead and pay that light bill for them or, you know, get that gas and water cut on for them and just, you know, look out for the kids, you know, give them, a, you know, buy them bomb pops on the block or some shit like that. And a lot of hustlers helped uh, a lot of small businesses to stay afloat, like uh, a lot of barber shops, um, beauty salons. Um, uh, small restaurants over here on the north side. So, but you don't really you don't see that anymore now. It's more of a selfish thing. It's more of a me 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 me. I'm getting this money. But back then, you know, a lot of street dudes, you know, dealing with that hand to hand money, you know, would look out for those in need. You know, looking out for the women and children. You know, so uh, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Some of them have to, you know, take matters into their own hands. And, uh, you know, force some corrective action to be taken. And I'm, I'm not mad at it at all. I am not mad at it one damn bit. All right. So moving on to health over wealth. You know what I say? Without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. And this quote comes from H. Rat Brown. If you don't know who this brother is, I recommend that you look him up. This quote says... It's very fitting for what's going on in America. And the quote goes like this. When you understand your obligations to God, then you can understand your obligations to society. Let me say that one more time. When you understand your obligations to God, then you can understand your obligations to society. So right now you need to look deep inside and find... Your obligations to God and understand that God is within you and you know what you need to do, but you just have you have to do it. You know that there's always that voice of reason. If you got sense about you, there's always that voice that speaking to you telling you exactly what you need to do. But a lot of times we suppress that voice and a lot of times that voice is telling you to do the right thing that will improve society, you know, and inspire the little ones and change the dark hearts of these grown ass folks out here. So I want y'all to sit, think about that. It's a great quote uh, from this brother. And, um, you know, I will catch y'all next week. And I have nothing but love and respect for y'all. If y'all have questions, comments, uh, just email me at doragsandboatshoes at gmail.com. And I'm not going to read, you know, the troll, com- the troll emails I get. A lot of times I just delete those. So, yeah, if you got a question, comment, you know, you need some advice, you know, from a, a, a 30-something handsome young fella. <laughs> Just let me know. You know, I always got some kind words. always got some inspiring words. Uh, but a lot of times when I give you the word, I need you to do the work. But I'll catch y'all next week. Nothing but love and respect to y'all. One.